Obviously, Dr. Sir Professor Darksmoke was very impressed by our great battle with the dragon. He even showered us with merits and gave us a magic carpet to take us to the nearest town. Soon we were making our dramatic entrance and informing the local constables of the incoming group of rescued folks. For a brief moment it seemed as if we were about to receive a well-deserved rest. Until the lead constable died in a tragic accident involving an over-engineered execution machine. They had gotten themselves accommodations and then heard with the rest of the town the marshal being decapitated by the dwarvish gnomish gallows and the cries of the populace looking for any newcomers in town who might be responsible. So, newcomers. The inn is in that moment of shock. Nin and Neville are upstairs in the inn, seeing this through the hallway. Badger hears this even halfway to the corral as he was heading out to check on Mr. Diggy and their barbarian squirrels. Mm -hmm. So th there is a growing rabble of voices, many of which are increasingly calling for, you know, what, what happened, what's going on, trying to piece together what new events might have led to this. It depends on if they've got smart people in this town who can start adding up recent events. But that's... You're, you're the wizards in town. What would you like to do? Ooh, you're executing people. Ooh, I get to see how the machine works. <laughs> <laughs> I can't run. <laughs> um, I'm going to grab Tibia and Nin. And be like, we have to go downstairs so everyone knows that we were here and we were not involved. Uh, I think we should just leave right now. I think that then that's going to make it look like we did it. Well, I'm sure they'll find whoever actually did it. They seem to be pretty aware of things around these parts. If you want to leave, you can. I'm not going to leave. Mm -hmm. Alright, I'll have to stick it out with you here in Riverton. So you guys go downstairs. And the bartender is just looking around because it's the inn. He sees just about everyone. And... Gets a little relieved when he sees you guys coming down from upstairs. Looking horrified. Yeah. You know, not not that it's, you know, wizards and wizards' hands and spells and stuff. So there's there's always going to be that little air of doubt, but he's got that bartender sense. Mm -hmm. So he, he seems relieved. And then from the courtyard, you hear, there's one! It's the little one! Um... <laughs> <laughs> And there's there are two reactions. There are some people who are, you know, trying to get a cleric and they don't want to go next to the well because well the guillotine or the gallows is next to the well and the body's not too far away. What a terrible place to put a a gallows. Because if there's blood, it goes in the water. Oh, it's terrible. The head flies in ten points. <laughs> yeah, but also, like, so much disease. There's uh, <laughs> magic for that. No, there wasn't, though! Because there were wizards around! Wait, the well was made by a gnome dwarf, too. Well, they got, they got clerics. Yeah, the well, the well okay. was made by a gnome dwarf. Uh, some people 
start looking for buckets to, to get him. And then you've got this this real skeevy bunch of... The word commoner doesn't seem low enough. Peasants? Uh, maybe. Plebeians? There we go. Okay. So, somewhere on that lower scale, who see the gasping for breath gnome leaning up against something, holding his side, trying to get help, and just form a semicircle. Look out for his wizard's ways! Which is the last thing Badger looks like he's capable of at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> just on the ground. Remember me. <laughs> a, few, a few inches taller. <laughs> I assume we can hear Badger from inside. You can hear Badger from outside the town. He's... <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a penny going through a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go outside. I'll, I'll pull my eyes at myself and at the bartender. And I got myself, we have an alibi, okay? And then I'll run outside too. Bartender doesn't have time to react to that. <laughs> he might not have time to react to that by the time you get back. So you go out. Uh, as you come up to Mr. Willikins, there is a cleric taking a bucket from a farmhand and bringing it and a ladle over to Badger and here have a have a drink my son and you'll be you'll be okay do you have anything carbonated oh heavens uh what's that it's when they put uh, the bubbles in oh oh there there is a swamp uh, on the other side of town oh no no uh, not those carbonated uh, little bubbles like oh little like bubbles. in champagne I need a banana uh, oh a banana, oh. A banana? you guys have a banana not fruit, but someone bring a selection of fruit for the downed gnome. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we're making this all about us and not the <laughs> incident. This is how we stay innocent. Well, there are members of the guard who are gathering around the marshal's body and head. Yeah, there's yeah. there's like two a smaller group around the head and trying to figure out. Because there was one person in this town who knew to how to investigate things like this, and he is now in two pieces. So it is painful to watch them trying to figure it out. These people are used to collecting fines and thumping drunks with truncheons. <clears throat> so uh, this is a bit above their pay scale. Okay. So so they're trying to do that. The townsfolk are the one. They're either in shock or or walking around like they know how to handle this. They don't. But, but, you know, trying to put on that face so that there's some a semblance of control. The town seems afraid to not have that. Okay. And Badger gets, like, they bring out a couple of cushions and there's a nice fruit plate that gets brought out. We couldn't find any bananas, but here's a selection of what we, we did have. And, uh, and uh, some of these will work too. Thank you. You saved me. Go ahead. I was afraid something really bad had happened. Like they'd attacked you. You were shouting really loudly. No, I, 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 I was, I was jogging. I know an asthma attack when I hear one. Oh no. <laughs> you remember when they tried to make us do physical activity in school? Oh, I have, I have a doctor's note, so I don't have to do that. <laughs> That's a thing. Oh. Yeah. Now you know. The more you know. I oh, saw the hubbub over here. What's happening? The, the, the marshal <laughs> got beheaded by the gallows. Oh, I'm going to see if I can help. 
Yes, can you do that thing that makes it so you can revive people, like, forever later? Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. Um, I'm gonna go up to one of the, uh, guards. Is, is there one that looks more important? There are several who are trying to look like they're more important. I'll go to the one that looks like he's trying his hardest to look important. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll call him Chet. Because he's being very Chet-like at the moment. He's puffing himself up and... And what every one of the plays that circulates from town to town does... Um, someone boil hot water! Someone lay down a fine layer of dust over absolutely everything! We'll find who did this! Um, excuse me... Yes, and he just straightens himself up because he's looking at someone in wizard robes. Yeah. This is terrible. Um, I can offer a service that will make it easier for clerics to revive him, should that be something that you guys want. Well, yeah, if, if uh, you can, they can do that. It's like, and, hey, you guys can do that. It's like, mm, it's rough when the head comes off, but we'll see what we can do. Uh, do you mind if I... If I begin a ritual on the body? One of the clerics, a rather rotund one, hobbles himself over. It's like, uh, oh, oh, you got, uh, you, you, you got that kind of magic. I, well, it's something we do to preserve bodies so that we can find out from their families if they would rather be recycled or revived. Uh, okay, so... So it, it, it lengthens the amount of time before the body decays and resurrection magic will uh, no longer work on them. So, he's thinking about that. It also prevents uh, them from becoming undead so for a certain amount of time. He, he leans in real close. He's like, so this is, this is necromancy, right? Um, technically speaking, yes, but technically speaking, in a way, so is healing magic. He raises his hands and looks at the, the people who are watching what's going on and says, I shall... Pray for the blessing of Pelor on this ritual now being performed under the blessings of the temple. Please do what you can for our poor marshal. Great. And covers for you. Great. I'm gonna ritual cast gentle repose so I don't have to expend my remaining second level spell slot. It's about 10 minutes, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And to his credit, he throws a blessing. You can have advantage. On doing, but I don't think there's actually a roll involved. I don't think but, so. But so it takes you five minutes rather than the usual ten. Oh, sweet! Because everything is just flowing that much more easily. There's an actual blessing on you for this particular action. So I get a copper piece and I place on each of his eyes um, after bringing the head to the body and setting it up so that like it's near. And then I throw a pinch of salt on him and light a bunch of really terrifying looking candles that glow purple, like with purple flames when lit. He breathes a little louder <laughs> when those come out. <laughs> and, and yes, Paylor, we pray you that all this stuff is perfectly okay. And then I'll, I'll, I'll get some like, um, put some flowers out, some dried flowers that are yellow and red, so it looks more like rainbow rather than creepy. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> that five minutes where you are doing, there's a there's a ritual and prayer happening in the center of the situation. It calms the town down more than a little bit. Oh, good. And they start, oh, there's a, there's that witchy woman out there in the swamp who can do divination. I suppose we should go see if she can puzzle out who, uh, who done this? And there are some sidelong glances 
thrown in your direction. It's like, well, there's new people in town. Like, well, they didn't have a chance to get to know the hater, did they? Oh. Oh. You thought he was quite friendly. Would you give me a persuasion roll? Yeah, get it, girl. Where is it? Oh, there it is. I'm gonna put a hand on her shoulder and be like, you've got this. And she gets no bardic inspiration because I'm not a bard. <laughs> but, but, but she's got your affirmation. Exactly. <laughs> so you explained that there is no reason that they they, they, they might have been thinking, you know, maybe not, but that that sounded a little off to them. So they're they're nodding, but they're not a hundred percent. There is a little distrust of wizardly types in the area that you were warned about, and they're uh they're a little might distrustful. Listen, if you need some proof, we got the bartender in there. He saw us coming down the steps when it all happened. And. The, the bartender steps up to the door of the tavern's like, yeah, yeah, they were, I, I can confirm that right after this thing happened, they came downstairs. Right? Did, did you see where they were when it happened? It's like, I was behind the bar. I didn't see what you were doing when it happened. Okay, that, that's, that's fair, I guess. No one cops to being in the square when it happened. No one. It was nighttime. Town's kind of settling down. They do pull the sidewalks in. A little after seven bells and it's close to eight when that happened so there was no reason for anyone to be out and about except in the marshal because you know marshaling so you, you got a mystery there they're thinking about going out and get but not not tonight because if they go and bother the witch at night they will get stabbed or and lit on fire uh maybe not in that order should should someone get steve jim well someone so we got to check the, the gallows, I guess. Make sure the well's okay. Yeah, they hate being woken up, yeah? Yeah, they do. I ain't gonna be keep up. Oh, that'd be a bad idea. You uh, On account of the robes and the spells and the stuff, Steve Jim is not... Uh, Steve Jim does not like him any wizards. Well, I'm wearing pants. So you are. Maybe we can take the rubs off too. Yeah, just put on pants. And we could use Mage Hand, and then if he wakes up thinking there's wizards, we could just pretend to be our spooky ghost. <laughs> that plan sounded better in my head. Ghosts aren't spooky. You know what is scary? What, what is spooky? Mummies? No. Spiders? No. Unicorns. I was going to say children next, but that is too, yes. <laughs> yeah, children. All, all children packed away in the houses at the moment. There's, there's no children around the murder yet. But they, they they collect the body and the head and put them in, the, and they get carried to the temple. So they can lie in a, uh, in one of the cha healing chambers in repose while they try and work it out. The, the cleric's going to pray over it and see what the gods would like to happen at this point in time, because... They don't have much of a central government here. There's the, the, the bartender, the marshal, and a couple of other people usually get together and make decisions. And, uh, well, the marshal dead, so they gotta get some divine inspiration on that. For a town that seems to be so reliant on order, they seem to not have a very good bureaucratic system in place. Eh, don't, don't need one too often. 
Yeah. Marsh keep things in line. Oh crap. <laughs> Who would want to sow chaos in this town? Near No good Nicks. I do think Nick is good though. <laughs> yes, you would be a good Nick. I'm referring to the no good Nicks. Never met Nick that was no good. I'm gonna have to rethink Nick's. So who's second in command here after the sheriff? That'd be the bartender. That 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 full be the bartender who is uh, looks like he would like to wear the hat of authority the way most cats would like to wear Hawaiian shirts. It doesn't look like a good fit. <laughs> but he he tells you where Steve Jim's house is. And you go about oh seven eight buildings that way, and you look for the gears and the steam. Yeah. So you uh, head down the street. Uh, who who is going? I'm Me. going. Okay. I think, the I think I'm pretty tired. And, day, and, but I'm going. and have you all divested yourselves of your wizardly garb, or oh, I look more like a bard anyway, with the way I dress. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll stay off with a robe for now. Okay. I don't have any other garb. <laughs> I will stand around the corner, and I will cast unseen servant, and he will do things for me. You're, so you're gonna cast spells yes. around a guy who doesn't like spellcasters. If you might have a better chance by showing him that you're the same. No. Here. Ish, that's him. I'm gonna give him a pair of my shorts, which should be kind of big on him. Ooh. How did you do that? He'll give a real tight around my neck and put my hands through the pockets, pocket holes. It's like a jumper. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are wearing so, Neville's shorts as a jumper. We're walking around with this gnome starfish. <laughs> this is very comfy. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had a pair of pajamas like this once. In retrospect, those was made up also big pants for larger people. This is where we put like the little intermission break. Like. <laughs> <laughs> there are going to be a number of badger breaks, I'm sure. <laughs> so you'd walk past a haberdasher, a blacksmith, a general store, and a couple more buildings down. Despite his lower point of view, Badger sees it first because it looks like you turned the haunted mansion inside out. It's a good sized building with all of the gears and rails mounted on the outside and a big stovepipe coming out the top, belching green steam. Neville and Nin hear it before you see it because there's rotating gears and metal on metal and a couple of slipping drive belts. So there's the occasional squeak and squeal. It's surprisingly quiet given its size and scale, but it doesn't look like it was built by someone who is organized or entirely sane uh, i will take insight natural 20 which is Damn. 19. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still a natural 20. yeah it's still a natural 20. wow he did it don't think well neville's been around crazy people he has a lot his and, entire life and that is a crazy person's house <laughs> That, that is that is a full-on crazy person's house. I'm gonna stop on the sidewalk, 
put a hand on Badger's head because he's short and in shoulder. That, that is insanity. Like, actual. I think it's genius. No, no, no. No, no, no. That that is the work of a crazy person. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. You want to throw an apple into it and see where the juice comes out? (laughs) There's only one way to find out. He's not gonna be rational. So you think he's gonna be mad at us? Who knows? You never know what to expect with crazy people. Dang, you're pulling ahead of us. I know. I want to take a nap. Right now, I'm in a full night's rest. Me too. But, um, I mean, they did want us to call this guy, so maybe we could just say, Oh, but then he wouldn't like that either. You don't it, know what he would like. He's crazy. Right. You don't know what he would like. What kind of crazy am I reading off of this? Like, because there are lots of different brands of crazy. Okay, one is alignment has got to have chaotic in it someplace. That's and you are vacillating between neutral and evil by, by how everything is shaped and put together. He does not need a reason to pick a flower, pet a puppy, or stab a kindergartner and might do any combination of those things on a whim at any moment. The fact that the town relies on him for things is kind of frightening you at the moment because their water supply was built by him. Neville will take like a, like, take a couple steps back and just kind of rethink his, his plan of action for a moment. I could wake him up the same way I wake my brother. I used to wake my brother up in the mornings. I just make a small sun appear outside his window. <laughs> and then what does he do when he goes away? Well, then he's awake. It's like, good morning. Here comes the sun. Some people are not morning people, you know? Like, you don't get really mad. That's weird. Morning is when you wake up. Exactly. You, you take your step back to reassess. You bump into Tivia, who's trying to. I just hold not on to her. T- okay. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Maybe the best option is just to come back later. I don't think that's gonna help much. I just, I hope he's not like the Demi-Liches. Just, just hope and pray he's not like the Demi-Liches. Let's just go, let's just go, let's just go. All right. So, so sun or no sun? No sun. <laughs> and there is a, a paradox at what you assume is the front door. There is a big welcoming chain pole that says, pull to say hi over the doormat which says go away or I'll kill you. Ooh, that smells like a trap. Oh, I would like to mage hand and flip the um, doormat over. The other side of the doormat is a very crudely sewn smiley face Great. that says hello come on in and I'll kill you. <laughs> Great, okay. Is, is there a male slot? There is. Excellent. I am going to mage hand it open and try to peer inside and see what I see. Okay, give me a deck save. <laughs> Boy. That's gonna be a big year. <laughs> Four. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so there's bad news and good news. The bad news is the cog that gets fired out the uh, the mail slot that hits you dead smack between the eyes only does two points of damage. <laughs> well, it does two points of damage. The good news is that's like a 10 silver piece cog. <laughs> it's like, ow, 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 hey, that's my really nice. Money. <laughs> and it didn't damage my jumper. No, no, it didn't. Because they hit you in the face. <laughs> Badger, what was that? Yeah, my friend was a gift. <laughs> oh, so he's that kind of person. Yes, look at this. 
just do that a few more times to see how many things I can get for myself. It is beautiful. It's a steel cog, maybe three inches across. It's beautifully engraved in both gnomish and dwarvish. If you read across the teeth on one side, it says go away in gnomish. And if you read on the other side, it says go away in dwarvish. Which is really amazing because it's two different numbers of letters for those in those languages. It's a lot shorter in Dwarvish. I know neither of his languages, so I'm just like, this is pretty. I know Gnomish, so I can at least read the part where it says go away. Yes. But, so I'll assume the other part also says go away. Before we do it, you guess, you see if I can kick some more. I'm gonna stand aside, like, behind a rain barrel. I just have my mage hand, like, do this to the, the mail slot. Just tickle it. Yes. So you stand aside and flicker the mail slot, and you get, like, four more before it runs dry. <laughs> Sweet! Perfect, now you can look through that slot and knock it back. Do they all the say go away? Yes. Okay. No special misinterpretation. So far, this evening has been an absolute game. Well, okay, you've got a total of five. The first four said go away. The first five, uh, the fifth one in very complex gnomish it says, remind me to order more cogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will, new friend, I will. We're gonna mage hand knock on the door. Okay. Because now we have an invitation to talk to him. With that <laughs> final cog. Kinda do, yeah. Our brilliant plan has worked. Hurrah. There is a crash and tumble from inside. A, a burst of steam comes out around the edges of the door and it swings open. Now, the you have apparently caught them in the shower because they are currently wearing a towel gripped tightly around the waist. Oh, good. And they are wet and if you t- take a dwarf and then flay open a gnome and stitch it to the dwarf. So there is a gnome head, a gnome face, on the right side of the dwarf's head that just goes down into gnome haphazardly integrated into the badly scarred and partially wire-bound skin of the dwarf. They have three good eyes between them. The one in the middle that they share is really, really big and circled by a steel ring with bolts driven apparently fairly far into the face, securing it in place. And they speak in a voice, they, they are speaking simultaneously, but their voices are not harmonious in the slightest. So there's the high-pitched gnome comp- component of the voice and the deep, rumbly dwarf component of the voice. And it, it sounds like a piccolo having a wrestling match with a bongo drum and losing. No, it's not like this. <laughs> and what, 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 what do you want? Uh, I believe the Marshal Hatrat, he's just been found dead. I believe you are Steve Jim, correct? Yeah, yeah. Looks looks at you, looks at Nin, looks at Neville, doesn't doesn't recognize you, and eventually looks 
he's closer to, he's half your height. So he's a little bit closer to Badger to begin with, looks down and goes, Wizard. Uh, that may be true, but we really need your help at this moment. I'm sorry. Someone needed to call I'll you. step away from it and I'll take care of this. And oh. uh, he, he reaches off the side of the door and pulls out this axe that has gears moving on it for no discernible reason and starts heading for, for, for Badger. Oh, um... How do these, by the way, hold up the last cog that says order more cogs? Give me a persuasion roll to be all <laughs> friendly and see if we can talk about a... Not to So he he comes up and and raises the, the, the ticking axe over his head and goes, Oh, oh. Reaches out with his other hand, takes the cog out, yeah, I got it. This leaves the towel unsecured. <laughs> Neville is staring about two inches above his head. Uh, that's that's a that you're looking at the axe. Yep. Because that's the safest place to look right it now. Is. I was talking about because I'm like I made smaller of things like that for my squirrels. Uh, I assume he, I'm looking at his ass at this point because he's turned around past uh, us. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> And they are sewn together all the way down. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is. That's pretty grotesque. It, it is no. pretty darn grotesque. So, but he does take the cog, shoulder the axe, turns around and walks back in. And Nin did not need to, I don't care if you're a diviner, you do not need to see that. <laughs> Marches back into his house, buck ass naked, leaves a towel outside, no, and he doesn't. We turned that behind him. <laughs> he needs it. He needs it. He doesn't need it as much as you do. We um, all need it. Cover your eyes with the towel. No, it's touched things. <laughs> but the, the door is open and he has walked in, so that's kind of the universal invitation. And so we come to the end of another chapter. What dangers and wonders lay ahead of Badger, Neville, and Nin? Join us again in two weeks as we continue the tale of the Dark Smoke Academy. Badger is played by Walker, Neville is played by Candace, and Nin is played by Steve. I am Scott, your Dungeon Master, wishing you health, magic, and wonder until next time. For more fantasy adventures, find us at thelayeraction.com. That's the layeraction.com.